And welcome back to the Two Minute Warning Show. Yes, it's me, your host Caputo. I am back, bringing back the old famous radio show from Stock University and bringing back the podcast that sadly ended after 12 episodes last year. Skipped a little short, never finished the season. We got that August preseason all the way to November and then I went on a little hiatus. I'm not going to lie, some things happened, you know, with co-hosts and whatnot, but hey. The show's back after a long year and a tough off seasons. A lot has happened in sports since I've been gone, but I'm ready to get this thing back. And I know I missed week one, but we're going to do a quick week one roundup and then do a quick week two uh, preview of what's going to happen this week. So I'm your host, Matt Caputo, for all you people that are listening for the first time, but you saw me Caputo, that's going to be me. And uh, exciting news for all you people that were former fans of the podcast or the radio show, we have a special, special surprise today. Yes, the original co-hosts are in the building. We have Matt Balaha and Ryan Brown are here, and we even got the old co-hosts from the show when we turned into a podcast. You know, Tyler is here, and Corey is here. They're here. Everyone's here. Let's all give a round of applause for their back. Come on in, boys. They're back. Exciting. We're all excited. Wait a minute. Nah, fuck you. You're here to see me. They're not back. This show is new this year. It's a new show. I'm doing it by myself. I don't need no co-hosts. You're here to see me. You're here to get my rants, my takes from now on, alright? That's what's gonna happen, alright? Just me. Your boy Caputo. It's not gonna be these long-hour shows where... It's two people ranting, I'm going to rant, and maybe once in a while we'll have a special guest. Maybe, just maybe. Until then, you're just going to have to hear my beautiful voice, alright? And we're going to go back to that week one. Interesting week one. Opening day, I thought, was you know, your typical pro- typical game you were going to get. I know, Houston, no DeAndre Hopkins. So now, what are you going to do? They expected to, from what I've heard from Bill O'Brien, he wanted to spread the ball out now that there's no DeAndre Hopkins. Well, psh, spread the ball out he did, but it was all over the place, I thought, in that week one game. Disaster. Kansas City came in there slinging and flying and did their job 34-20. Mahomes looking like he's going for another MVP-type season. The guy to watch going forward in that Chiefs team, definitely. Clyde edwards Halir, if I'm saying his name right. Triple threat man right there with that name. Had a great game, 138 yards rushing, and was was excited on both the running and the passing. So look for that guy to be a big part of that Kansas City offense this year. Big moves right there with that kid. First round pick, 32nd overall. It's going to be exciting to see him play. And as usual, the rest of the receivers, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, they all look great. Houston going forward, I thought, you know, they didn't really do good on the pass coverage. So it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, scoop back going into week two. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to rebound. I mean, Sean Watson's happy. He finally got paid. He got his big contract. But, you know, let's see what his new receivers can he finally click, you know. Brandon Cooks is on there now, but I don't know if he's a DeAndre Hopkins. So we're just going to have to find out and wait to see. Then we had that uh, Seattle Falcons game, which just, whew. A blowout in the beginning, and then Seattle tried to make a, a late comeback, but not close enough. Even with Matt Ryan throwing for 450 yards, he just he couldn't do it. The big thing 
in that game was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson looking like the MVP. This guy is just never gets a chance at the MVP. I feel like every time he has a great year, someone else just has a little bit better. I mean, two years ago it was Mahomes. Last year was Lamar Jackson. Maybe third time's a charm. I hope so. He finished with 322 and four touchdowns. So I'm hoping to see, you know, an MVP year out of Russell Wilson. That guy has been long overdue for an MVP and just shocking that he always gets so close but just can never figure it out but the Falcons with Todd Gurley's debut too I thought was interesting only had 56 yards but he managed to get in the end zone so we'll have to see what happens there with Todd Gurley I mean I hope he's healthy man I've always liked Todd Gurley he's a good guy and tries hard so let's see what he can do going forward for that team it's gonna be tough though because I think they're gonna be more of a pass heavy team this year as always that game was a Seattle 38 Atlanta 25 then we got the Jets-Buffalo game. I think we all knew what was going to happen there. We all knew Buffalo was just going to be, them Bills are circling the wagon again. And we knew that they were going to come out on top and just dominate. It's exactly what they did, 27-17. Not Sam Darnold's fault. I'm a big Sam Darnold guy, and it's a shame, this poor kid. He's such a good quarterback, but he's, he's, he's every year it's a new system. This kid can't catch a break. You know, and I'm not a big fan of Gates, and I think he should be gone, and they should have never got him in the first place, and it's a shame, and I hate people that are already declaring a bust. It's not his fault. I feel like if you had a system set in place for this kid from day one, he would have been a great quarterback because he always has shows signs of doing good, but it doesn't help when you have a terrible offensive line and terrible coaching staff and gets this kid all screwed up. But Josh Allen going forward, too, for Buffalo. He's looking good. He's still running around a lot. I would like to see him be more of a pocket quarterback because he's got a heck of an arm, man. I want to see this kid sling. And now that he's got Stephon Diggs there, you know, we might be seeing more of that this year. Let's hope he can stay out of the pocket and not have to run and take off all the time because then he's eventually going to get hurt and then Buffalo's going to be a thing of the past. But, you know, we'll see what that goes for that team going forward. Chicago-Detroit game, it's funny. At one point, I think, I forget what the score was, but it was like Detroit all the way. I said to my dad, this game's over. We turned it back on later, and it was a tie game. I couldn't believe it. And and then the Chicago came back and won, and Detroit dropped in the end zone on the last play. Very disappointing there to see that game come out the way it did. I mean, Mitch Jabinski didn't expect him to be the comeback player in the fourth quarter. <laughs> his career's hanging on the ropes right now. So let's see if they can do it again uh, in week two. I think they go up against the Giants in week two. So it'll be an interesting matchup to see if Trubisky can start slinging again. And Detroit, man, another tough loss, man. They they always they start either start off good and then they blow out or they just yeah, I don't I just don't get it. I think it's a coach in there too. It's another team I'm not really big on their head coach. You know, it looks like Bluto. Uh, from Popeye the Sailor Man, you know what I'm saying? That's a good coach going there. I know he's a former uh, defensive coordinator for the Patriots. But well, we'll see what happens when we go forward with that one. Green Bay at Minnesota. Now, that one I kind of figured, I, I've always been, I, this is good rivalry, but I've always been, I'm always a heavy Packers guy. So I was hoping for this to be also just a high-scoring game from both sides. And it's exactly what it was. It was 43 uh 43-34, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, looking like the old Aaron Rodgers, I hope, because the last couple years it's been rough to watch, Aaron. 364 passing, uh, Devontae Adams, just why, one many reasons why this guy should be one of the top five receivers in the NFL, maybe even top three if you really want to get risky, with 156 yards receiving, leading there. They looking good, 43-34 again, Green Bay, 
Minnesota also looking pretty good. You know, we'll, we'll see what goes on with them. You know, they got Nigan Gakwe now on defense, so that, that trade disaster that we've been waiting for all offseason finally happened. He's resting there. Probably will sign a long-term extension, I would assume, at the offseason. But good for him. He's found his home. So let's see if that young defensive stud can help Minnesota carry on going forward. I mean, it's same old, same old. Adam Thielen just going off. Looking like the old Adam Thielen from two years ago. Last year he was very injury prone. So it was exciting to see him really ripping and tearing through that one. Especially without Stefan Diggs. So it looks like Thielen's going to be the guy now in Minnesota. So looking to see what happens with them going forward. Miami and New England. The debut. Cam Newton. Tom Brady out. I thought I'd never say that. Tom Brady New, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get to that later. But Cam Newton making his debut. Another guy who we wait all season. See where he was going to go. And he goes to New England Patriots. It's they're gonna. From what I read, they're going to run like a Tim Tebow-esque uh, offense in there. That That's insane. I, I, I was just saying to myself, that's insane. I don't know. It never worked for Tebow in the NFL. How's it going to work for New England? But that's basically what happened. Cam Newton looking like the Cam Newton from his rookie and sophomore year. Running, 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 and scoring. It was exciting to see Cam Newton move again. It looked like the old Cam Newton of old. Uh, I want to see him pass more, though, because I, I, it's a new team. I know he doesn't have like the receivers he had in Carolina. And they're not great receivers over there. Yeah, like Julian Edelman asks, there's no Gronk anymore. He's also with Tampa Bay. We'll get to that later, you know. And uh, Nikita Harling, uh, the new wide receiver there. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that, you know. Uh, just it, Panthers go, with that moving forward for Teddy Bridgewater. Another guy we'll get we'll get to in a couple of minutes. But I, I like what I saw in Cam Newton. I I like to see him more in the pocket. I like him more of a pocket, but it was exciting to see him take off and run like the good old days. And then this new Miami team, whew, Fitz Magic, where the magic wore out in this one. Sheesh. Yeah, no magic for Fitz in this one. I think he threw like three picks in this one. It was just a not, a, not a good day. I know they say they're going to stay with him week two, which they should. Give him another chance, and we'll see what happens. You know, I do like Fitz. It's a shame that he didn't start off the way we all wanted him to start off. But I think if he has another game like that in week two, I think by, I would say, the latest week four, the earliest, maybe even week three, we could be saying Tua time over there. I'm not really sold on Tua. I've talked about that before on here. But, yeah, we never know. Let's see what he can do. Let's see if he can break the streak of crappy Alabama quarterbacks. Remember, like I've always said, there hasn't been a good Alabama quarterback in the NFL since the great Joe Willie Namath of the New York Jets. So we'll see what happens there going forward with both those teams. Final score that one was New England 21, Miami 11. The Philadelphia Eagles against the Washington football team. Yes, no more Washington. Uh, the Redskins, I can, I'll can. i say it just one last time. That's the last time you'll ever hear me say it. But no more them. Now it's the Washington football team with all that controversy going forward. So we're going to call them the Washington football team for now on, all right? No more of the R word. And the Philadelphia Eagles, who were whew, a heavy favorite coming to this one, and just, Jesus, just demolished, blew up, and just too many injuries going into the game, which was already hurting them, and they were up 17 nothing. Another game where you could have probably turned it off and said, I'm not going to bother coming back to this. And then 27 unanswered by Washington. That off, that Washington uh, offensive, uh, or excuse me, defensive line was incredible, and it was Ryan Kerrigan now at the D end, and then you had uh, Chase Young, the second overall pick, also at the D end, just tearing it up. It, it was unreal. It, the two D tackles did great. Payne and Allen, it, 
I'm, I'm interested to hope that that's not a fluke defense right there with those two guys. They even think they're starting corner Fuller. So imagine when he comes back too, how the pa- the defensive pass will uh, also be good. But I, I really want to, I really want to see this team continue that. Not just be a one, not just because the Eagles didn't have a good offensive line. Put them up against a team like the Raiders or or the Cow, or yeah, the Cowboys who have a good offensive line, and see how they do there. If they can do the same thing again, interesting to see what Washington did. Washington pulling out 27-17, a huge upset in Week One. Interesting to see if that defense can carry them going forward. And the first time in a long time that every other team in that division, the NFC East, lost. And the Washington Reds can sit up there at number one. Number one. It's been a long time since we see that. So interesting to see if that stays that way going forward this year. Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders now. No more Oakland Raiders. No more LA Raiders. We're on our third times the charm with this franchise, man. Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Thank you very much. Now we got the Carolina Panthers playing them. And that was a game. That game was fun to watch. It was just airing it out down to the wire, man. Just heavy passing on both sides. And then heavy duty running also by Josh Jacobs. Three. Got a, got a triple threat there with three touchdowns in that game. He was a beast. And even Christian McCaffrey putting up those touchdowns in that one as well. Both teams just heavy running, heavy passing, just getting rid of the ball. 34-30 was Las Vegas. And Derek Carr in his last win really has to have a good year or else we're not going to see him as a starting quarterback anytime soon on the Vegas team. So I hope he has... A good shot going forward. It's going to be a run-heavy team, though. You know, we hope that the rookie uh, Ruggs, who suffered an injury in that game, will come back because he looks like to be the number one receiver now going forward with Tyrell Williams after the year. So it's interesting to see what that offense does there and uh, see if Gruden's got something up his sleeve this season. Carolina, with Teddy Bridgewater, like I mentioned before, who's now the new guy in, with Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, the new star receiver there with DJ Moore. We'll see if those guys can pull it up. Ronnie Anderson putting up 115 and a touchdown in that one as well. So let's see if the Carolina Panthers can uh, go forward. They scored a lot, so maybe against a, another team here, maybe a little lesser team, they can maybe get some wins. Carolina, who I was projecting to be one of the worst teams this year, they look really good. And they, like I said, Vegas has one of the best offensive lines, and they still manage... The defensively to, uh, on the D line to stop him pretty good, but not not that great. If you got Las Vegas uh, with Josh uh, Jacobs pulling uh, three touchdowns there and <laughs> over the hill, so let's see if the defense can figure it out going forward. But the offense, pretty good, pretty 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 good. Going forward, we got the Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another game that was an upset that no one expected. 27-20 Jacksonville. Jacksonville pretty much pushing the uh, fire sale button. You know, trading away Calais Campbell. They trade away uh, their starting strong safety, uh, Ronnie Harrison. Uh, Yannick Gakwe is gone. They, and then Leonard Fournette is gone. It's fire sale. They're just tanking, trying to get Trevor Lawrence, it looks like. But somebody in that team said, I'm not leaving just yet. And it was that uh, Jacksonville quarterback, Gardner Mishu, who said, I'm right here and I'm ready to play. So don't think about drafting a quarterback just yet. You know, he, he, he lit it up. He got him the win there, man. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. It was really the Gardner Mishu show. And uh, the kid that we were all saying last year that, eh, I don't know about this kid. Hey, man, he proved to everyone that he can play. Three touchdowns, 173 yards. He, he wanted to be there. 
and he got on the W. So it's exciting to see him prove to people that, hey, you don't need to move on. I'm here. Believe me, and I'll get this team going. And the debut of Phillip Rivers over there in Indianapolis, not bad. 363, you know, he threw some good good balls there. Rivers, interesting to see him with a new team. Used to be with the uh, Chargers. Throwing only one touchdown. You know, two picks, though, that were costly. But 363 through the air, I mean, it's only going to get better through there. So he's just got to figure it out. Marlon Mack, out for the season. So South Jersey boy Jonathan Taylor, welcome to the show. Him going forward is going to be interesting. And Himes, the other uh, running back who is more of a receiving weapon, is uh, was also putting some yards there. So it's interesting to see what he does. The, so went from a three-headed dragon to a two-headed dragon. So we'll see what happens going forward with that. Cleveland at Baltimore. That one, phew, blowout. You know, Cleveland just... Phew. I thought with Stefanski, the new head coach, it would be a, a high-powered offense. I was the complete opposite. High-powered nothing. Jeez, they just didn't come to play. 38-6. Baltimore, MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson just showing why he was the MVP last year and why he's going to do it again this year, hopefully. That's what he wants. You know, another MVP year. And just nothing really more you got to talk about this one. Baltimore just sticking it to the man. That's all you got to say about that one. So let's see if the MVP season can rise again from Lamar Jackson being just uh, dominant. Just running, passing, kicking to it all. He's amazing. So let's see what he can do going forward. Cleveland, ugh, just disappointing. Just more and more disappointing and uh, just skipping them. You can't, you can't really go any further with those guys. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers versus Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, now the new guy over there. And then we have uh, Joe Burrow, man. LSU Tiger, now a Bengal Tiger. So, uh, Cajun Ragin' is uh, now moving over to uh, the Cincinnati side. So, we'll see uh, what happens there with his career going forward. Not the best debut I thought out of him. I was expecting more. He really was just, I thought, just not, he's just off. Uh, I don't know. He, he made a good fourth quarter run. But throughout watching a little bit of the game, I just felt he was just off. It wasn't maybe the, the, no preseason. It was a lot of players that were this this past Sunday I thought were just off by a little. Maybe And I guess it was just no preseason games because they're just stiff. Some guys are just stiff. Some of these rookies haven't played since, what, January, some of them? You know, December, you know? And uh, the pros haven't played the same thing. Probably January, you know, some of the Super Bowl guys, February. So, stiff debut, but I'm hoping him to bounce back later this week. He's got the Thursday night game tomorrow. Uh, Cleveland versus Bengals. Battle for Ohio right there. Interesting matchup. Uh, former Heisman first overall picks. Uh, Cleveland and Burrow going... Uh, Cleveland <laughs> and Cincinnati going. And Burrow and uh, Mr. Cleveland quarterback. You know, Mr. Baker Mayfield. Jeez, I, I couldn't forget his name. That's how bad they are. I forgot his name. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, touchdown maker or interception maker lately. Uh, Burrow and Baker Mayfield going at it tomorrow. But with Los Angeles and Cincinnati, that game was Los Angeles 16, Cincinnati 13. With that sad ending, because Cincinnati went to go put into overtime, but the kicker pulled a hammy or something at the end there. So, eh, I guess we'll see what happens going forward there. Bengals could have won in overtime, and I thought they were the hotter team at the end there, but let's see if they can rebound later this week. And now we're at Tampa Bay and New Orleans, 34-23, New Orleans. Tom Brady's debut 
in t- with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and whew, it was just a, a promising first quarter. And then I just thought as the game went on, Tom just didn't look like Tom. I don't want to say he's washed up. I just think the new system maybe, or I don't know. I thought maybe with newer weapons and better weapons than what he's had, it would be a better show. But ah, it's something just was not right with those guys. Tom completely off. The, the Gronk barely was... Uh, I forgot he was even in the game half the time. He was just a no-show. It's just nothing came out of him. Saints just proved why they are the better team. And Drew Brees showing that <laughs> last year we were nervous with his injury and he didn't really look that great coming back. Hey, he proved right now that he still can play for another couple of years if he really wants to, Drew Brees. I know there's rumors about him possibly leaving after the season, but man, if he's going to play like that every week, whew. Sky's the limit for the New Orleans Saints this year. I'll tell you that. <clears throat> this is one of the more exciting games right here that I enjoyed yesterday. Arizona and San Francisco. Now, Kyle Murray is, you know, I thought he had a good rookie year, but a lot of people still, you know, just down on him. Like, I don't know, a lot of people, for some reason, still think he's going to be, you know, bust or just not that great of a quarterback. I'm sorry. He was awesome yesterday. He was bobbing and weaving. He was launching the ball. He was doing everything that the Cardinals wanted in this guy when they drafted him. And San Francisco didn't have an answer for it. Final score, 24-20. Arizona pulling a big upset against the NFC champions of last year. And San Francisco going forward, you know, they're going to do their thing. Jimmy G, he's an okay quarterback. He's not the greatest. I think he's solid for what they got. You know, they got like a hundred different running backs that they run. So that's going to they the re- receivers are also all over the place. They really just kittle as a guy. But, <clears throat> excuse me, hopefully going forward, he suffered a little injury at the end of the game there. And he didn't really look good in the whole second half. So hopefully that's not too bad. And going into next week, he will be healthy and they can go forward and, and do better. I mean, they've still got a great defense. So that's going to be their their strong suit going forward. But the offense, a little lackadaisical for me. A little too much going on there. I feel like you just need to narrow it down to a few guys and go forward with there. But Kyle Murray and the Arizona Cardinals going forward with DeAndre Hopkins just putting up a phenomenal game. 151 receiving out of Hopkins in his debut. Oh, uh, you know, and people, the people that told me that Hopkins was not going to do good with the Cardinals, yeah, they ate their words this weekend. DeAndre Hopkins just looking phenomenal and continues to be, my opinion, uh, top three, maybe even the number one receiver in the NFL at this point. He's just so good. Sky's the limit for Arizona. Exciting to watch them. I can, re- I can tell you right now, that's a team that you should definitely be watching this season. Keep an eye on that team to uh, do a lot of trickery going forward. Dallas and the Los Angeles Rams was the night game, and interesting. I was really more watching it for the, just to see the new Los Angeles Stadium, which is a beautiful stadium, by the way. Uh, congrats to them on finally getting that uh, up and running. Sad there was no fans in the stands, but still a cool stadium. This game, to me, uh, also a close one. Uh, Los Angeles 20, Dallas 17. A uh, little controversy at the end there. I didn't think it was a pass uh, interference on the offense. I didn't see no push by Gallup. And, you know, it was more of a uh, J- Jalen Ramsey uh, Academy Award winning performance, if anything. In my opinion, I think they did get robbed in that last play to try to tie it with a field goal or even get the game-winning touchdown if they had enough time left. So, but the guy that really surprised me was uh, for the running, uh, Brown, uh, Malcolm Brown, for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. He was uh, out of nowhere, you know. 
I had uh, Cam Akers on my fantasy team expecting him to be the guy, but Malcolm Brown, you know, 18 carries, 79 yards, and two touchdowns, seems to be the guy. I mean, they were supposed to run a three-man thing, but I think Malcolm Brown going forward could be the guy unless he starts to go halfway through the season and he switched to Cam Akers. So we'll have to see there. Aaron Donald, once again, I think one play, if you see the go back and want to see the highlight, he, Aaron Donald, my God, this guy ran full speed ahead and knocked over two linemen at once and then and then knocked over the quarterback. It was amazing. This guy proving why he's the best defensive player in the NFL. He's something to watch. It's exciting to really watch him play. He's something. Aaron Donald, amazing. Cowboys going forward, though, I think they'll be fine. I mean, they really the thing that really killed them, though, it's sad, is they got um, their starting tight end, Blake Jarwin, uh, tour, I think it was an ACL, and he's going to be out. And then their Vander Esther, middle linebacker, collarbone, whew, guy who suffered with collarbone and neck injuries his whole career so far, he's going to be out for a few weeks. Oof. Two big starters on both sides of the ball out. So like Dallas got to figure that out. Wouldn't be surprised if they go try to trade for a tight end, like an OJ Howard kind of guy going forward. I know uh, Tampa Bay would probably give him up with already having Gronk, so it wouldn't surprise me if something like that happens. But we'll see. Even I heard some crazy rumors about Philadelphia if they even trade Zach Ertz, but I don't know if they would go in-house like that. I, I don't see that happening. That would be very rare to see that. Uh, then the two Monday night games. We had Pittsburgh and New York. Ah, my New York Giants. Started, like, first quarter, I thought there was hope, but then with Saquon Barkley just getting stuffed in the backfield, I thought different. You know, 26-16, Pittsburgh defense looks awesome this year. I'm really afraid uh, for any team that has to go play them going forward. The, their offense was a little slow, but I thought they picked it up as the game went on. But their defense was just oh, spot on the entire game. Just stopped the entire run game for the Giants and completely shut them down. And the Daniel Jones looked not bad. I thought he was trying too hard. For my future quarterback, I would... I, I like this kid a lot. I still think he's our guy, but he's just got to try not, not too much. Do, don't do too much. You know, with that one interception he threw at the end there, wobbled it in the end zone. I thought he was trying way too hard, dude. Like, seriously, just get rid of the ball. Get rid of the ball. Do not try to force the pass. Just get rid of it. All right, Daniel, get rid of the ball. Save yourself sometimes. Saquon going forward. I know that was tough. Offensive line kind of killed you, but hey, you'll be fine. I believe in him going forward. Because if you saw him on the screens, when he when they gave him the ball and he was with the screen plays, he was great. It's just the run killed him in that game. But there's going to be more games this season. It's only week one. I'm not ready at all to push the panic button on Saquon Barkley. He'll be fine. The Giants defense going forward, though. Start, there was a, I thought the pass rush was a lot better at some times. They were they putting pressure on the quarterback. But the D-backs still oh, terrible. We have no D-backs. None of them look good at all. Corners, safeties, just all over the place. Wide open guy all the time. It just felt like there was a guy open on the team every time for the Steelers. And there was no coverage. So, this is going to be a long year for the Giants this year. I'll tell you that right now. And, hey, with Big Ben coming back, Pittsburgh could be right back to where they started a few years ago of being a playoff team and possibly even a Super Bowl contender going forward. As long as the offense can just pick it up going forward and Juju's got a, a quarterback again to throw to him. Whew, gonna be a scary team this year, Pittsburgh. Look out! And then the final game, I didn't stay up for this one. I only watched like the first quarter, and then you know, too late for me. <laughs> I gotta get my snooze. Tennessee and Denver also looked like it was a close game. Tennessee won 16-14. Uh, who we got? Ryan Tannehill looking pretty good in his debut. Two forty-nine passing, you know, a couple touchdowns. 
uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill, not the best quarterback in the world, but hey, he got his contract. He got paid too for some weird reason. Derrick Henry putting up the big run, 116 yards, no touchdowns, but say the man's pounding. He got his contract too. He got paid. Look at everybody got paid this offseason who needed to get paid. So going forward with that, you know, Tennessee, I think is going to be good. Clowney, they got Clowney now. This is another huge thing. Interesting to see what he does going forward. And the Tennessee Titans, I think, are going to be another contending team this year. I think they're going to really get it. It's a tough division they're in. You know, you got to deal with the Colts. you got to deal with Houston. Jacksonville, probably not so much. But that's going to be an interesting start. And Drew Locke, uh, not that, that terrible uh, start this year, you know. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get it. He's got, he got through his one touchdown. You know, he's young. He's got a young offense. Uh, sky's the limit for them, too. The Von Miller injury is really what killed him. I think it would have been a totally different game if Von Miller played, obviously. But... You know, shame he might be out for the season as well. Doubt he's going to come back somewhere towards the end, even if they were, like, a playoff team. But I don't even think they're going to be a playoff team, so it doesn't really matter at that point. But going forward here, we're going to move into quick, quickly into Week 2. <clears throat> I'm not going to go really too into the matchups. Really just give you a, a quick insight on uh, who's playing and who I think is going to win. So, like I said, that Week uh, 2 matchup, we got Thursday night. I said Bengals versus Cleveland. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, both these teams, not the greatest start, especially Cleveland. I think, personally, I want the Bengals to win, but I think Cleveland is the better offensive team, and I think they're going to bounce back from that terrible performance last week. And I think Cleveland gets the big win here with this one. And we go to the 1 o'clock games here. We got New York versus Chicago. Uh, sweet home, Chicago, as they go to Chicago for this game. Uh, New York on the road. New York... I hope we win this game, man. It's just, after seeing that loss uh, Monday night, it's tough to really say. And I, I, I'm a Giants fan, so I'm going to say Giants win this one. I think they can rebound against Chicago. Chicago is coming off that big win. But, hey, if Daniel Jones and a guy like Darius Slayton, who came up big in that game, could really start throwing the ball early and barking it back to himself, I think this is their comeback game here to bounce back from that week one terrible performance. So I think New York gets the win here against Chicago. Atlanta at Dallas. It's a nice little matchup here. Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. I think I'm going to give this one to Atlanta. Why? Mainly because of the injuries, like I mentioned before. I think it's going to hurt them. Not much for the passing. Because Jarwin, I mean, he's a tight end. They had the receivers anyway. But <clears throat> I think Atlanta putting up the numbers they did last week. And if the running, they, they Dallas had no running defense at all. So if Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown, who's a nobody, could put up Two touchdowns and uh, 72 yards rushing. I think Todd Gurley, who's a much better running back, might have a big game here against Dallas. So watch Todd Gurley, I think, to go off in this one. And then the Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley to also do their thing. So I think Atlanta gets to win that one. Uh, Detroit at Green Bay. I think Green Bay, oh, Green Bay at home is just unstoppable. I can't even say that Detroit's even got a chance in this one. Maybe. I mean, they looked good last week until they blew in the fourth quarter. So... They have a shot, but I think still Green Bay all the way with that one. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Oh, here we go. Jacksonville pulled the upset last week against the Colts. Now they're going against another division rivals, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, I think, are a much better team, though, so I can't see that upset happening, happening twice. So I'm going to go Tennessee with this one. I think Jacksonville, they hit good last week, but they won't be good enough to beat the Tennessee Titans. Minnesota at Indianapolis. This is another one. Both teams coming up a loss. Uh, I think Minnesota here, giving them a little bit more of a, a offensive advantage with this one. Uh, Indianapolis' defense is not as uh, talented 
as uh, they've been in the past. Their offensive line is one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and I would like to see them run the ball with Jonathan Taylor this week. You know, the passing is going to be their biggest threat for this season, but I think let's see this rookie Jonathan Taylor go off this week. I want to see him get like a nice hundred yard game, uh, hundred yard game, and then uh, maybe like a touchdown or two for this one. But I'm still going to go with Minnesota winning that one. Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo's going to continue to circle the wagon on this one. Miami, I'm just not too sold on, especially after the performance of uh, Fitzpatrick from the week before. Yeah, this is the Dolphins. They're going to get slammed in this one. I think it's just going to be another Buffalo passing down the field. Josh Allen running around circles, circling that wagon. The Buffalo Bills will get the win here. San Fran at New York. Interesting game to monitor. Now, San Fran... Uh, from what I read, for Richard Sherman's not going to be playing this game. He's going to be out for a few weeks. So if the Jets are smart, the Jets could. I, I, I here. I, I always like to pick an upset game. This is going to be the upset game of next week. I think the Jets will win. Why? Now also they don't have Le'Veon Bell. He's also out. But <clears throat> I think the Jets will take advantage of the Richard Sherman not being in and and, and pass a lot in this game. Look for them to be pass-heavy, especially with Frank Gore being the old guy taking the reins at running back. They're still going to be pass-heavy in this game. So I pick this as my upset game, mainly because Richard Sherman's not going to be there. But granted, they still, just because Richard Sherman doesn't be there, doesn't mean they don't have that great D-line that they got with Bosa and the rest of those guys. And their linebackers are great too. But I still think this will be, if they can get the ball off, running out of shotgun, look for this to be an upset game. Now, I might be stupid and it could be another blowout, but I think this is going to be upset. Jets could upset San Francisco, so I'm picking the Jets as my upset team this week. Los Angeles at Philadelphia. Ooh, I can already hear right now uh, Aaron Donald licking his chops. He's ready to go. He's going to tear that Eagles team up. As much as I would like to see the Eagles win this game, I don't think they're going to do it. Even if you get Lane Johnson back, just oh, they just did not look in sync, and uh, he's just going to tear that defense or he's gonna tear that offensive line apart so Aaron Donald Los Angeles might win just off Aaron Donald literally off Aaron Donald that's gonna be the biggest thing for Philadelphia if they could stop Aaron Donald then they have a good good shot at winning this but uh I think it's gonna be another tough one for them going forward Denver at Pittsburgh I, I gotta go Pittsburgh on this one just off the way I watched their defense play so good that rookie's in trouble it's a weak defensive or excuse me weak offensive line in Denver, so I think they're going to do the same thing they did the Giants, just blitz heavy and just put the pressure on a young quarterback like Locke. It's going to be a tough game for them. Pittsburgh's definitely going to win that one. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Remember, Carolina, like I said, was a uh, offensive stud team last week, and they're playing a weak Tampa Bay defense that didn't do that great. So uh, this is another game where I could possibly pick this as another upset. I can see Tom Brady blowing this one too, man. And Carolina, if they can get the offense going... Might be another good one here, you know, another shootout because Tampa Bay they can take advantage of a weak Carolina defense too that let up like 30, 30 something points. So it's gonna be a shootout, but oh man, who do I pick in this one? I gotta go Carolina. I'll pick another upset game right there. I think Carolina squeaks this one out. If, if Tampa Bay and Brady s can't figure it out, it's gonna be tough. Now, granted, Washington did have that great defensive performance last week, but I don't see them doing that. I think they'll have a great defensive performance again, don't get me wrong. But I still think against Arizona, that's who they're playing. The Cardinals, Kyle Murray and DeAndre Hopkins will be able to figure it out. Much better system going on right there right now. And I think Cardinals win that game. I don't... I But granted, I, I, that could be another good upset game. 
But I'm still going with the Cardinals. I really like what they did the week before against a really good team of San Francisco. So if they can be a little less beat a little less team here of Washington, should be no problem. So Arizona with that one. But like I said, watch out for that defensive line. They could pull that upset again. So let's see what happens there. Kansas City at Los Angeles. Los Angeles didn't look that great. They just squeaked by the Bengals last week. So I'm going to go with Kansas City being a dominant team here. Going to just do – Pat Mahomes is going to be slinging. Slinging, slinging, slinging. I think that's a weak Los Angeles defense there. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see the Chargers unless something happens <laughs> Pat Mahomes. It's going to be, uh, I think, another gimme game for Kansas City against the Chargers there. Uh, Baltimore at Houston. This is another game I just think that coming off their – Disappointing week one opening. Houston's just going to get murdered here. I think Baltimore's just going to be all over the place. It's going to be another Lamar Jackson show. So be prepared for that one to be uh, just all over the place. But look for Deshaun Watson also to rebound. He's good at rebounding. So it's a possibility. It could be a close game. But I think still Baltimore gets the win there. And I like the Sunday night matchup. A little Cam Newton action with New England at Seattle. A little Russell Wilson, baby. I think it's going to be a quarterback showdown. This should be really good game to watch. I like it. It's a nice Sunday night game. A little different. So look for that one to be just guns blazing between these two guys. Just, I'm excited, but I'm still going to go Seattle with this one. Uh, I, I like Russell Wilson. I think he has a really good shot at being this year's MVP, and that's who I have my money on for winning the MVP this year, personally. But I'll get to that later on future shows and a Monday night matchup which might be a little not as great as we expected I mean it might be a lot closer now went from being a blowout New Orleans at Las Vegas excited to see his new Las Vegas stadium looks like the Death Star from Star Wars I think it's one of the nicer stadiums in the NFL um the New Orleans though without Michael Thomas for a few weeks so look for Vegas to really lock on to that that's going to be their the, the one big way they're going to win is not having to worry about Michael Thomas uh, they got to worry about Amelia uh, Sanders now and uh, Cook as the two top targets for them. So look for them, the Vegas, to really pound it in and uh, put up some big numbers as well. Maybe run the rock a lot. But I still think uh, they it's going to be a tough one for Vegas, though, even though I really like Josh Jacobs, who's a big, heavy runner. Uh, it's not going to be enough. I still think New Orleans will find a way to slip through. I think the defense will just come up big in this one and uh, pound away. And uh, Drew Brees will find somebody. He always does. He, he's done it before where he's had crazy backups just come out of nowhere and start doing good. So look for New Orleans, I still think, to get the win there. <clears throat> well, that's going to be doing it for me today. I'm not going to rant and rave like I've done on other shows. I think that's good enough for today. What do we do? We were talking for a while. <clears throat> 30, 40 minutes. We're not going to make it an hour long or hour plus show like I've done before. But look for me to go back to my weekly days. And I'm going to try to change the show up as much as I can. Try to make it interesting. It's only me now. You're here to see me. Remember that. Me. Nobody else. Me. Alright? So looking forward to see you guys again. I hope you uh, enjoy my show and spread the word that I'm back. Alright? We're getting this show back. Alright? I'm going to try to post this show tonight and see uh, if we get some looks again, all right? So, two-minute warning show, spread the word. Your boy Caputo, follow me on Instagram, Caputo29. <clears throat> and uh, if you have any questions, you can message me on my Instagram there, Caputo29. And uh, I'm going to, like I said, change the show up a little bit, have some different things, some different categories, maybe a guess or two in the future. But until then, uh, enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, sorry about uh, how last year's show ended, but we're going to try to make it through the whole season this year and go forward and start some new stuff, all right? So enjoy and see you guys next week. Have a safe weekend and watch some football. Bye-bye, everybody.